Next, please. Dude, you can't do that. You can't. You, you're taking pictures for a podcast today. You can't make it <laughs> seem like you go to a university or you have a job. You have to make it seem like your life is the podcast. What are you doing, man? You can't have other interests outside of here. Exactly. The dean's going to come exactly. here and jerk off. Exactly. <laughs> if you can't guess the movie from that intro, I don't know what you're doing here, man. Yeah, I really couldn't get <laughs> any better than that, to be honest with you. I think that was uh, spot on. That's how the movie starts. That's how we start. It's only fair. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Uh, welcome to Jump Cut, folks. Uh, you got uh, Hashem and... Leander. I'm yeah. the second host. Yeah. And He's today on our movie review podcast, we're going to do the movie Accepted. 2006 Justin Long, Jonah Hill buddy cop comedy movie. It's, it's not really a good. buddy cop comedy movie. It's just a coming it's of age a comedy. coming of age drama comedy heartfelt thriller um really mind-bending uh... psychology uh you know a lot of ennui a lot of um interesting character dynamics and i don't let's understand. just say like a plot that goes from a to b to c and takes you on a twist and turn and ride you'll never forget you'll pay for your whole seat and you'll only use the edge what like what I don't understand <laughs> why this movie is getting subtweeted like this. I thought it was <laughs> great. Subtweeted. Yeah, I think I think it's the best movie I've ever seen. I think. I hate. I, what, I, what is this? I, no, I just I don't know. I don't think I'll ever see a movie that'll surpass Accepted from 2006 with Jonah Hill and Justin Long. I might actually get Accepted from 2006 with Jonah Hill and Justin <laughs> Long. I might get the tattoo. Like the script tattooed <laughs> on my chest. You gotta get a shit rag directly tattooed across your chest. <laughs> <laughs> South Harmon Institute of Technology. I think yeah. I'll just get the I'll the one joke that I'm sorry not to spill my hand a little bit here, but um, the one joke that really got me I'll, I'll say is uh, uh, what was it? You need a you need a razor scooter to vote. I thought that was a good line. <laughs> that was such a good line. <laughs> that, was, that was a good line. I'll give it objectively I'll give it to that one. the funniest joke in the movie. Um, <laughs> It's I mean, there. okay. I guess, I guess, temperature check, sarcasm aside, you didn't like it. I, okay, it's not that I didn't like it. I just knew from the get go this wouldn't be my film. It wouldn't be my thing. What do you and mean by that? It wasn't. I I just don't like the genre generally of like these style of comedy movies because they really don't make me laugh. Like I I think there there's not much there that like got me, and it's like all the characters felt pretty predictable. But you know what? I will give it credit because I thought like the final speech of the movie, which is probably why it sticks in your head a little bit as something iconic, I thought that was really good. And like, oh, that's, I... oh, okay. Really? What? Because that's, I thought that that's that was... very interesting. Well, I, I, don't think I, I would say scene. I don't think that like that would actually get accredited or whatever. Spoiler alert! But you don't care. You're not, oh no no you're no not no. I'm not. I'm saying this to the audience. No one cares. Look that I just spoiled the movie. That their South Harmon Institute of Technology shit school gets accredited. Don't say shit school. It's the best school of all time. Yeah. Sorry. My bad. Uh, but yeah, like, <laughs> uh, sort of spoilers. But they get accredited at the end of the movie, and that I feel like I don't care about the plot consistency of that. I think the whole thing you have to suspend some disbelief. But I like the the you know. Bartleby, <laughs> crazy character name, but Bartleby has a very yeah. good way of explaining and, you know, spinning bullshit, I guess, and making it, like, believable and being eloquent. And so his speech at the end, I actually kind of liked. Yeah. I think the speech is... How do I put this? 
you know, like, um, there's a lot of scenes in movies and stuff where the, you know, the dialogue is written in a specific way to be like social commentary. Okay. I don't usually like dialogue like that. You know, it's always like Sorkin dialogue. I forget Andy Sorkin. He has like a lot of his writing, like the newsroom and all of his like dialogue is written that way. And I'm personally not a fan of it. And I think that's why that scene, while I get it, I just doesn't Aaron Sorkin. It doesn't really stick out, not stick out. It doesn't really hit home for me. You know what I mean? That's not to say that the rest of the dialogue in the movie is is like great, but I just I don't know. It always that's, feels that's very the most interesting stuff, though. Like I I feel that when you write scenes that are good in their own isolation about characters interacting, that's one style of writing that's good. But when you can make a well written scene that says something about the people or the audience consuming it as well, not even like not even about them, but to them, I think that's like a whole other style of writing that i like so i mean maybe this is what you're talking about with like sorkin whatever style things i'm just looking up his imdb right now like moneyball newsroom social network yeah i can see where you're going with that with there being scenes in which it kind of is like they're you're like mainly talking to the audience about something yes or about yes. society and i don't think that's a bad style of writing it's just different than character writing oh it's no no i'm not like making I'm yeah. not making the statement that it's bad at all. I think it has its time and its place. But yeah. I find that I, I always sort of roll my eyes whenever that dialogue comes up in movies. You have like the swelling music in the background, like the orchestra's going ham, and you have the character like looking <laughs> just a little bit off the camera, like they're looking behind the camera as it zooms in on their face. And they're like, okay. yeah, slavery was bad. And they're like saying something completely generic. <laughs> I don't, doesn't really stick I, with I think, me sometimes. I, I know what you're talking about, and this movie does that, right? But I'm trying to yeah. say that, like, the literal text of what he was writing was the part that resonated with me. I think this movie is one of the most by the numbers, color the fucking boxes to create a movie type movies I've ever seen. Yeah, it doesn't know. break I think, the mold. I, I think it could totally replace it with a billion other movies from this era, and it would be, like, fit in perfectly. And that's not to say that it's, like, bad or especially like i don't know that that makes it bad it just makes it so that i don't i don't think i'll remember this movie or i won't even remember that we did this movie in like a year. I, will and I know myself yeah i will remember like, I, it just it didn't it didn't stick with me because i felt like none of it was ever surprising like the idea that like jonah hill was gonna enjoy that school i was like no he's not and the idea that they're making their own school i was like it's gonna get like confirmed at the end that their school's fine or something yeah, it's, it's very, just about it's, the hijinks and the, the enjoying the seeing someone who can talk their way out of stuff do that. You it is I mean? very like it's not necessarily about the plot. You're right. The movie doesn't necessarily break the mold. It's it's very yeah. by like you said by by the what is it by the numbers color by, by numbers the book? color by color yeah. by numbers is what I was trying to get at. But yeah, by the book I right as well. Personally, think the best part about the movie is like uh it feels weird to say this because i don't think any woman in this movie is written well but the character writing is surprisingly enjoyable if that makes sense i feel like every scene of dialogue with uh b bartleby talking and just shooting the shit i'm always like this is kind of fun like i'm having a good time right now 
I mean, he's written to be a, like, a quirky young adult character, so he's always like the smartest kid in the room type shit. And I, I honestly find that kind of character annoying, because that's not how, like, real life works, you know? You can't just have this one guy smart talk, but, like, the movie, it's a fun universe to have him just always be able to talk his way out of something. But, like, him going into the frat house during Rush and was, like, you know, quipping on every single person there always making him seem charming i was like come on man like i don't think it I, was like him it wasn't him being the smartest in the room he's just very charismatic because like, i don't think I he guess. ever says anything yeah he never says anything that's like intelligent and he never makes like you know perceptions if you will it's not like okay to me yeah, the character that you're describing would be the like know-it-all character and i i do agree that that is very standoffish to me yeah, but, like, I think it's more or less the same thing. It's just this guy, instead of doing it with, like, crap, pot, like, uh, I don't know how to describe this. But, like, you know, like, in The Social Network or one of those movies where they would, like, make a whole thing about how smart they are by making someone else seem dumb? It's the same thing, but with how charismatic he is by making someone else seem like they put their foot in their mouth. So he would be, well, like, he only does it with the one on character. Dialogue and, yeah, like, uh, I guess so. But also with, like, the parents... And the, like, distracting people and the taking phone calls and the, like, convincing one, like, he, he does it with the dean. Like, I, there, there's a lot of people he does it with where it's just, like, the way he talks, I guess, conveys this idea that he's so, like, you know, on top of his shit. <laughs> and I, like, I don't mind it. I like that as a character. But, like, I, it's it's only him. Like, he's he has to solo the entire movie. You know what I mean? Like, well, don't get me wrong. Okay. I loved it. But it's one dude. Okay, here's here's my, here's, because I was going to say, I think my my favorite part is that he commits to the bit literally until the last second. Like, the cops are at his door. And he's like, yo, thanks for coming, everybody. <laughs> Which I thought was was pretty cool. I feel like if you're in a situation where you're like in over your head, you have yeah. to commit to it. Like there's no, it's 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 like what is it? Go big or go home. Like you're yeah, you're it's over at that point. What well, like that, what I find, that, that's but fun. I didn't like. Yeah, I like that. No, but I'm saying like I never found that he humiliated any characters. Like he wasn't doing this to like the random students that showed up. It was only to the Hoyt guy and like, okay, okay, yeah, fine. Yeah. He has, he has no reason to do it, but it's also because, you know, he's the jock character. It has to happen. It's like a cliche. That's, that's fair. But like, I, I guess what I'm trying to get at is that this character was like kind of, I mean, it is the main character, so it's something to be said, but there was nobody else that felt like worth clinging on to. I think Jonah Hill actually had some really good lines and yeah he did <laughs> he, he had like some some funny ones like like when that like body dropped from the ceiling of the psych ward and then they were like he was like you can't tell anyone that i made that sound that scene is the reason why i chose this movie because i was scrolling through um little life update i caved and finally downloaded tiktok so hooray officially just like everyone offic- else now exactly i'm part i'm a sheep now i'm part of the herd <laughs> and I'm scrolling through trying to get the algorithm to get used to my like the things that I like and it was one of those like movie scenes where it's like did you know in accepted um that was Rory's character that screamed and he just mimed it and they didn't tell anybody that they were going to do it but the director was like yo that shit was funny as fuck so they left it in the movie 
That's why you see uh, Justin Long, like Bartleby, like cover his ears because he didn't see it coming either. <laughs> I like that. That's kind of funny. Yeah. But I, I, so I think that's a funny thing to pick, bring up that like, I like that scene. And I think some of like, you know, his character moments are kind of fun or interesting. I liked him as a character being like actually on top of his shit, trying to get the school approved and like also trying to make rush week work at Harmon, all that stuff. You know, he, he's an interesting character, but the movie doesn't focus on anyone, but Bartleby, the movie doesn't care about anyone except Bartleby. And so it's like, you kind of have this one character who becomes conflated with like the God of this world where he's the Dean and he's like running everything. He's getting the girl he wants. He's telling the jocks to go in their place. And I just feel like, okay, now I feel like you from last week. I feel like you from last (laughs) week where I'm like, what is the problem in this movie? Like literally everything goes right for our main character. Nothing goes wrong. It's like, it's the only thing is the hijinks along the way of how he gets this school to become a thing. Yeah, it's the, you know? it's the friends we made along the, along the way, Leander. Yeah, except, That's all except it is. there was no along the way. He started the same character that he ended with. He just happened to become like, I guess you could say he was successful in running this fake school. But it's not like he was actually successful at running a school. That's never what he sought out to do. He was just what you were saying, going along with the bit every time. I like right, the but, content of what he had to say at the end, but like I just feel like there was no substance to the actual plot or characters. I I disagree. And the reason I disagree is because I think he also comes to the realization that what they did was important at the end. Like, yeah, it, I mean, it, this is part of the course with a lot of these like comedy movies and like coming of age movies is like the thing starts off as a hijink, as a tomfoolery, if you will. But sure. it evolves into something like more, so to speak. I think the the character arc that his character goes through is that he learns to be more responsible for the things that he's taking care of, if that makes sense. Because I don't yeah, think he doesn't you, give if it. If you like, wrote this essay, I'd give you a D. There's no fucking way, man. No. <laughs> what do you mean? I I, Bartleby as a character? Wait, hold on, hold on, hold other, on. There are You're telling characters. me... You're what? telling me that you as a teacher would grade my essays based off of your objective, uh, subjective view? Wow. Yeah, Yo, this teacher, is a man. social commentary on teaching and on academia. <laughs> I love it, Leander. Wow. You brought it full circle. Teach- teaching's all bullshit. Yeah, we all just brought it full <laughs> No, no, no. Listen, listen. I feel like there's not enough proof there to go off of other than this one speech at the end when he looks back at the room and has like a realization that what he did meant something, right? It wasn't that he thought that the entire way up into going into that room. There was no science that that was his philosophy beforehand. It just happened to make a nice speech to end it on. And I'm not disagreeing with you, but that's what he thought because like that is what resonated with me with that final speech. The idea that like, you pursue what's interesting and then let life you know sweep you on after you don't have to do whatever you're going to do in college but like at least enjoy yourself while you're there if they're going to be the best four years of your life or whatever it doesn't have to be paid by numbers like education yeah maybe you're fucked but like maybe you become successful in some other area it doesn't matter right i like that as a as a thing to end the movie on is good note is happy it was all cheerful right but to tell me that Bartleby went on a fucking arc, bro, he did not. There no, was other characters I'm... who changed okay. over the course of the, like uh, Jonah Hill's character and Blake Lively's character. Those are the only two Whoa. that I feel like. Chill out. What? Blake Lively barely has a character. <laughs> Let's be honest. <laughs> I get it that she's just love interest, but at least you could say that she went to the school and then realized what she liked and didn't like in a significant other or at least in an education there. And then 
realigned that. You know what I mean? Like, I mean, not really. After, but yeah, not really. I mean, she breaks up the, with the, the bar is because... on the floor for this movie, man. Like, I feel like. No, she hold on, hold it. on. <laughs> Hoyt breaks up. She breaks up with Hoyt because she finds him cheating on her. It's not like she makes a decision that she wants to be with a better person. It's literally yeah. like life forces her hand. Okay, like life forces her hand not to be with that guy, but she also realizes about Bartleby, like what she likes based on how he, she perceives him being with this new school, like running things and taking charge and all that stuff. Because you could see her compliment him at the end and actually, like, you know, that was inspiring and all that shit. And like she also starts focusing on her more creative side and pursues photography and rather than doing the courses that were outlined, which I guess is like the whole point of the movie is to kind of shit on the college system. So like, I don't know if that's much character evolution, but Jonah Hill does the same thing. You know, he ditches South Harmon or ditches Harmon, go to South Harmon. Uh, let's not think about the implications of that in his future life, but whatever, you know. <laughs> He's going to be fine. I, what do you mean? Yeah, they're all going to be fine. But like, yeah, they're all going to be fine. Of course, it's not useful to talk about this movie in, like, literal sense. I feel like it's not about that. It's really just about whether or not the comedy gelled with you and you had a good time watching it. And I could just say I didn't. I definitely did. (laughs) Did you actually? I definitely did. Yeah, I did. I I thought it was like... So here's here's my thing. Here's here's my... um, I am... I won't say a big fan of these, like, types of comedy movies, but I am a big fan of of coming-of-age movies. And I think what sets those movies apart or what makes them good in my eyes is having a charming lead and having them like, how do I put this? To, to me, the, the ultimate character arc for a coming of age movie is they're lost at the start of the movie and then they're not lost at the end. And that's it. Mm. And I, I don't know. It fit the bill for me. <laughs> yeah, makes sense. I, I, if that's all you're looking for, I guess you would be happy. Yeah. <laughs> I also think that was now, that was a dig. That was a dig. No, I, I know. I know. I know. Yeah, I know. Yeah, yeah. I know. No, I'm just you hate me. It. I get it. I understand. Listen, I'm just here's, saying here's, that I could, you could take thing. jokes out of this movie, throw it in a Guardians movie, and you'd buy it on Blu-ray. So I don't know. <laughs> I feel like that, like that character Glenn is just so much everything I don't like in these style of movies. Like this no, dumb Glenn character, but oh, let's laugh. Let's laugh at how he gets all the girls, or like he blows himself up in the kitchen, but then he's also a savant at being a chef. It's like, oh, look at how funny he is. Or like the character ADD. What a useless, like, these are such, like, I mean, not useless. I I feel extreme saying this because it's obviously not targeting me. Like, the movie was meant for a much younger audience of people, like, high school, first year age, right? And it's, like, it's supposed to be fun for that whatever but like what i'm watching it for is to review it on a fucking podcast and have a discussion about the merits of add as a character or the fucking janitor who becomes a rock star like i don't know how i'm supposed to have this conversation and not lose my goddamn mind when i think about this movie i know they didn't think about it for as long as i'm thinking about it right now you know i think why would you do this about it Really? Well, I thought, what do you mean? I had a great time. I had a great... Yeah, okay, also, this is come up. I'm so glad you had a great time. <laughs> this can't be come up. It's, I don't mind that, right? <laughs> but I can't look at this movie and tell you with a straight face that I got anything of value from this experience. <laughs> I never said, listen, okay, what, what do you mean by value? Because no, to me... Okay, and, and, yeah. Entertainment value is a big one. I feel like I watched this movie and I had a great time all the way through. Yeah, my favorite character was uh, Bartleby's dad, I think. I really Bartleby's dad? With him. Bro, the I running really joke that he would shake people's hand too hard was hilarious. 
because he did it to everybody. <laughs> it was so funny when he shook that guy's hand. Oh my god! <laughs> Yo, when Drax didn't get the sarcasm, I I fell out of my seat. I don't seat, understand, bro. man. <laughs> I don't understand. Also, like, I don't know why Guardians is coming up. I feel like we gotta address the elephant in the room. It's been two episodes. I, I think that I think Guardians the, has come up, I, and Leander has been the best character. Me. The best character was the Dean of South Harmon. I just loved his takes. I loved his tear down of the education system and of taxes and of you know growing up and being an adult and confronting the systems built around you such a you know contra popular belief character i really gained a lot i think i don't like this is this what i'm like is this what i do no it's not at all what you're like i'm being an asshole but i deserve (laughs) to be an asshole you made me watch accepted I, yeah, I told you great. that this wouldn't be the type Listen, of movie I like. Here's the like, thing. Here's the yes, thing, last week you were like, this is good. No, no, no. No, no. Just listen. Just you're gonna enjoy it. You're gonna love it. It's gonna go up there. You're gonna get the fucking you're gonna get the the, the uh, 75 millimeter and put it up in your fucking dorm room. No. But now now I've seen it and I'm none the wiser. I I, I could have not seen it. My life would be identical. It's just Yeah, it's I mean just, I also could have so... <laughs> I think listen. Here's the yeah. thing. Here's the thing. I think if you go into this movie expecting good comedy, <laughs> you're not going to get it. <laughs> well, okay, but... no. I, I will fight you on that point. I think there's jokes there that could work. Like, I, as much as I made fun of some of the jokes as being, like, over the top, and obviously, you know what I'm talking about, that they're over the top. Again, yeah. there's moments that are funny. Like, the one that actually got me like laughing, laughing was that Razor Scooter one. But there are other ones that I thought were just like well performed. Like Jonah Hill is a great comedic actor. You know? Yeah. So so a lot of his lines I actually did laugh at, but not like to merit the hour forty five or whatever it was. You know what I, the thing is, is I don't have any like critical analysis of this movie, so I don't have no anything one to does. back up my claim. They don't either. Like I, yeah. I just feel like the, the, <laughs> saying with this movie it's like a by the books like a story beat a story but beat leander e, story beat C. here's the it's thing. like if we if we did a fucking critical analysis of grown-ups too what what do you think the discussion would be man like, nothing what would but, it be? but we also have done the fucking sorcerer's apprentice on this movie that was a, on this podcast stuff that, they, okay there was had nothing dis- there <laughs> Leander, okay, we've I also to done the, the emoji. I brought to the right, table fine, fine. character analysis and interesting points. Hold what on, hold on, hold on, man. Hit, hit me I, with what I, you I really brought up, fundamentally I brought up. thought. And what, okay, you're gonna have a score at the end of this movie, right? And it's going to be a higher number than I am willing to even concede right now. Much higher than what I'm. Oh, uh, you'd to be think surprised. Of. If you give it a fucking four, then you've wasted both of our times. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> I'm not gonna give it a but four. Whatever the number you're gonna give it is. Give me reasons why it merits that right now. So, I need them okay. or I'll go crazy. Okay. <laughs> I think it scratches that itch of, damn, it's a cool guy doing cool things. But also, like, <laughs> not in, the, like, the worst way possible. Because I feel like there's two ways. It's a wish fulfillment anime. No, well, kind of. I mean, listen, like, <laughs> the, the cool guy doing cool thing subgenre is, like, also split up into even larger subgenres. Because you have movies like Jack Reacher. Where it's just literally just a cool guy doing like stereotypically cool things, but then right. you got movies like this where the main character is just very charismatic. They should put it on the box. They should put like this movie does for nerds, 
like does what Big Bang Theory did <laughs> for think... nerds, but for charismatic <laughs> skinny boys. That's what they should put out think... right on the box, <laughs> just so that you know they hit their target audience. Is like this, yeah, this is for me. This is a good movie. Can if I? You uh, like uh, Super Bad? I uh, like I also really like Super Bad too. I, I okay. I like I like Superbad at some point in my life, and that point is not now. I feel like if I go and watch it again, it wouldn't be my thing. And that's not to say that the movie is bad. Like I'm not as much as I'm tearing down this movie. I will say from the get go, it's not my thing, and I should never have been talking about it in the first place. <laughs> I mean, it's not like I'm actually mad at you for picking it. Like I'm glad you are you pick movies. That are I'm taking it personally, Leander. You can take it personally because I know you don't fucking mean it, but all I'm saying is that like <laughs> I, there was never a world in which this discussion has me advocating for the points in this movie. <laughs> there was never a world. I feel like this whole genre, unless it did something really subversive, but no, there was nothing, no, no interesting stuff with the camera, no interesting stuff with the characters or the writing. What do you mean, man? Listen, you remember that scene in the college where he's standing and people are like fading around him? That was kind of cool. What? Are we talking where about like, like the? Oh, where he yeah, goes I to Harmon, yeah, to like check out the like traditional colleges, and it's like I feel you know, like I've seen in that the hallway. scene somewhere, and I don't remember where. But it's like so probably boring. this movie. No, not this movie. I feel like it'd be no, like probably... any fucking new girl at school, Mean Girls type shit, and it's like, oh wow, it's so chaotic. Let's do a blur effect as all these kids walk by in the hallway. Yeah, it's but not new. like this is the first movie to do it. <laughs> Listen, you can't name any other movies, so I'm right. <laughs> you're right. You're right. A hundred percent. You're right. I can't, if I can't name another one, it might be the only movie to do it. <laughs> <laughs> I bet it's like um, in the fucking intro to Ned's Declassified or some shit. Like, I, I bet this has been around for so long. Also, you know what? I feel like, isn't there like a transition in Sweet Life of Zack and Cody where they spin someone around and they're in a new outfit? I'm sure that had inspired it. Sweet in Life way. of Zack and Cody? What? I don't know. I'm just trying to. I, I feel like I've seen. I'm trying to like access parts of my brain I haven't given thought to about these sort of like family <laughs> channel style transitions, and this must have happened at some point. Leander's really having a Jimmy zone. Neutron moment right now. <laughs> yeah, maybe it was in Jimmy Neutron. Could have been there. I don't know. I either way, it's it's not. I get it's it. Not earth shattering in any way. No, I I understand. I also feel like this style of movie or the style of comedy movie is very um like saturated outdated there's a lot of them these are this is one of those movies that you sort of turn on and you just kind of turn off your brain like you're doing dishes you turn the tv on in front of you and that's it i wasn't exactly looking for you know social commentary if you will which is why that scene at the end i was just kind of like man I don't want to see this. Go back to doing cool guy things. What is this? <laughs> I think that was a cool guy thing, though. I think the idea of saying that speech to those people, like, I actually did resonate with what he was talking about. If there's anything of value to be taken from the movie, it's that at the end there. I feel like that was an interesting point to stand on about, like, yeah. I, I, like especially, like, the, 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 um, the, like, box art, whatever title what is it subtitle of the movie the like hook line that they would the tagline the tagline of the movie is reject rejection and i feel like that there is something to that i kind of like that <laughs> as like that a is thing cool right like that's what i'm saying and that, that, that's that's why the speech at the end i felt like Hold had on. Some so points the movie does there. have merit 
It does. You didn't fucking bring it up. Scammer gets scams. You just got debated. I just reverse psychologyed your ass into oblivion. I feel like this is the most <laughs> thorough discussion anyone in the entire process of making this movie will have had on it. You know what I mean? Like, no, and, I don't and think this so. is what, like, twelve years after? I'm obviously being like sarcastic to some extent, but just like I, I can't. I, I'm grasping at straws if I try to talk about anything that's not surface level with the movie. Even the idea that I'm nitpicking plot is missing the fucking point of the movie. You know what I mean? I'm not supposed to be what? thinking about the logistics of the school and how there's no way they could stock a kitchen for, for 10,000 students or whatever, even if they did get all that like money 300. because of the supply chains. It, but that's not the point. What I'm trying to say is like, if I even have that thought, I'm not the target demographic and I'm an asshole if I bring it up. So I don't want to bring it up, but I can't ignore that part of my brain that's like, it doesn't work though, right? <laughs> you couldn't run a school in a psych ward. You have I no think running he bathrooms. Could. Listen, he... it was set in the United States of America. That place is a fucking free-for-all. Anybody <laughs> can start a business. Okay, well, maybe that's the commentary. <laughs> that's it. It's really just about like, uh, you know, how we abandon the mentally ill. And shut down essential facilities in our neighborhood and let schools stomp the grounds because they get more tax money. It's true. Maybe it's about how every kid got their parents to pay for school, and that's endemic of the type of society that we live in, where private education is the only education, and it's a blueprint for life going forward. And to break that blueprint, you need to fall into it at some extent, build your own school. You're well, confined they, to do things within the system. They all still ended up going to a school, even if it wasn't the school they were trying, trying to go to. Maybe it's something there. There was no kid oh, who didn't go to a school by the end of it. And, so you're you know, saying they like, all actually even... paid tuition. That was all funded by their parents who had their own jobs, who all went to their school. So at the end, the system worked. They got money from a school to pay for their school. Like You know what I mean? There's no one who broke the mold there. No one who made their own business. No one interesting. Wow, I'm We're surprised, all just sheep. And now we we watch the movie I'm as surprised. part of a system that churned out fucking garbage 2006 boner comedies. Whoa, hold right? on. And, I won't say this we're is garbage. we're all giving money back to the system that's saying, hey, it's working. Let's print more of these things, you know? I mean, they're Keep not Jonah really Hill being employed. made as much. Yeah, you're right. But that's what I get for I... trying, you know? <clears throat> I also think the acting was very hit or miss in this movie oh yeah very like, there, hit or miss there are some like i i still think like it's pretty much just jonah hill and uh justin long kind of carrying it they're actually really yeah. good they're like very yeah. charismatic and fun like on screen even blake Lively's character never got good lines ever but at least she was like nope so, I, I have a hot take real. on that in that i think blake lively is just not a good actress in general Okay. I can't think of a single goddamn movie she's in where I'm like, yeah, this is good acting. This is like good acting. So, <laughs> you know, there's that. Yeah. And then it's just like so many awful moments where I was just like actually not enjoying it. Like any of those like, uh, I don't know. They made like a whole thing about how this girl who was stripping to pay for her school paid in dollar bills. And then had such a hard time doing anything not related to taking her clothes off. And I was like, really? Yeah, but she, gets, like... she does like fashion. What do you mean? Wow, that's such a character arc. She's literally like, I'm trying not to strip at every single moment. Every That's all she says. 
There's nothing of value that she has for. Yeah, I mean, else listen, the, the dialogue is very ham-fisted with that. It's but tagged it was, it was like on IMDb as "woman wears a bikini." That's one of the tags for this movie. <laughs> That's the style of movie that you had us pick right now. <laughs> I, I just, you know what I I'm mean? I'm pretty sure it's her name not... was like Kiki or some shit. Yeah, sure, whatever, man. I don't know, but it, I'm just saying that like there, it, it didn't. Like, even if we pick, like, scary movie or something, right? We could talk about the satire and how that does something about the genre or whatever. And it would still be the same thing, but it doesn't even have that. It's it's not. Damn, I feel bad now. No, no, no. You shouldn't feel bad because we're still having the discussion in a meta sort of way about how we can't talk about it. So it's fine. But I just think, like, I, I, I don't know... I, okay, I can't, I don't like this movie. That's all. I think that's all I'm trying to say. I'm not even trying to say that it's a bad movie, because I think if you do like it, and it's up your alley, totally fine for you, and I don't mind that. But, like, for me, so, it's just, like, there was never a world where I could say yes and like like this movie. I'm trying to think, have we done many comedies on the podcast? I feel like no. Comedies are really hit or miss, because if you don't laugh, there's nothing to pull you in, <laughs> you know? But I think that's that's why. I Like, what kind of comedy movies do you like? Like I like uh, the the comedy in Wes Anderson movies is like the best, or like Edgar Wright. Edgar Wright, okay, like Edgar Wright, Edgar Wright, sort fine. of thing. Like those, those are like the the yeah. I think those are funny, or even like yeah. some superhero stuff. I think can be funny depending on the character, and it's always just like a charismatic character has to carry it, sort of thing. But it's usually not like I'm so going confused, to be man. Characters telling jokes. I'm so confused because you just said you didn't like Justin Long's character in this movie when he's literally just the charismatic guy. Right, but that's that, because the whole point of this movie is that he's just a charismatic guy. But I'm saying, like, I, it's not that I go to a... I'm not going to a Marvel movie and expecting to laugh my ass off, but I will notice when one line out of the two and a half hours is good. But again, I did not go there for a comedy, you know? It's like nobody would describe Ant-Man as a comp. Maybe people would, actually. I think I'm under. It's definitely hilariously bad, that's for sure. <laughs> Damn. Okay. Well, either way, regardless of your takes on Ant-Man, it's like I can laugh at moments in those movies and be fine, you know? But I did not go there for a comedy. I think if I went for like a literal comedy movie, I'd feel like the bar needs to be higher because it just won't make me laugh otherwise. Like, I don't know. Like, Puss in Boots I, made me laugh. It's not a comedy. There's genuine, like, moments in that movie that are good. But, like, the idea that you set out to make comedy means that it needs to be really good at this one thing that other movies can be good at half as much and get away with by having just a good story or characters. But this movie forgoes that in favor of comedy, so it really needs to hit. It really needs to make you laugh. And if it doesn't, then what are you going to enjoy out of it? I agree. I think the best or the most i won't say safe because i feel like that's kind of a demerit to the movies the ones that work the most in my opinion are relatable comedies which is why i think super bad is pretty good not to say that i've been in the same situations but it's just like you know if i was a teenager in the same situations as the two like kids i forget what their names are jonah hill and fucking michael Sarah, i probably would have done the exact same things which I think well, is funny. Like, I guess being relatable helps, but like, I just think that the style of comedy that it's going for is what doesn't work for me. 
Like it's going like, for making mean? jokes that are funny and not like putting characters in. I guess. Oh, but like, that's that's funny what I'm situations saying. Situations or having them react in funny ways. I guess that's like, what I'm saying. Some, like, yeah, okay, but hold on, hold on. That's what I'm saying. Like, why I don't classify this movie as the jokes comedies. I feel like grown ups oh, and all so? the no, like grown ups and Happy Gil. A lot of like the Happy Gilmore produced movies are very much. Is it Happy Gilmore? Andy Samberg, Adam that, Sandler. Like, yeah, Adam Sandler's his, like whole thing. Yeah, yeah. His production company, like a lot of the times, it's just dudes hanging out, telling jokes, being funny. And yeah, but you're like, I, right. I think of that as the same genre as this. I don't necessarily think so because there is there is a plot. There is a th- not, uh, plot is doing a lot of heavy lifting in that statement. But yeah, but what about what about like the movie line. Ted? Well, Ted is just two guys hanging out. Yeah, one's a bear. How does the bear get out of this one? Like that, you know what I mean? They, they, yeah, but bare minimum. But that's of why plot is still a plot or dirty grandpa. Like, okay, I'll I'll put it I'll put it this way. I'll put it this way. There's there's dirty grandpa, and then there's red. I know red has like a little bit more action to it, but yeah, the premise there is that you have old people doing inappropriate things that old people don't usually do. Right. Okay. For Dirty Grandpa, it's just him being as obscene as possible. So a lot of it is like comedy based, whereas or not comedy based, like joke based. Whereas in Red, it's like there is a potential plot to be gleaned there. There's like the CIA and all that good shit. I'm not saying either of them is good. Don't misunderstand me. But I'm saying one of those styles of comedy usually works better for me. And it's the style that's that's Red as opposed to Dirty Grandpa. Does that make sense? I I would agree with that. Like I 100% agree with that, but I still don't think of this movie as being in that style of comedy like Red. I don't I, think I, the plot was as focused as it needed to be for something like that to pass. Like a hot tub time machine or whatever, right? Same there director. Are plots there. <laughs> I didn't know that. But either way, it's like <laughs> there are plots there, right? But I still think it's just like overly extreme scenarios that we're going to put these characters in and have them be quirky or funny or charismatic or make fun of each other in yeah. fun ways like we'll put like i don't know when you put like uh jonah hill in a hot dog suit and you have him try to run up to people and be like let me talk to you about my wiener like it's like is that the higher brow plot based no, but- joke no, I don't think not. that was played off as a, as a joke in this movie. <laughs> it was a serious character moment. What yeah, am I it was saying? A serious You're character right. Movement. No, <laughs> right. it actually was. We're supposed to examine the the futility the futility it of him joining was. this. this no, uh, yeah, Leander. No, but it's, it, it's like it shows up in the movie, we're and my first to feel instinct, sad for him. It's not. Shut up! Stop being so fucking condescending. It's not that you feel sad or that you feel pity. It's that you see it and it's not like funny immediately. I think what makes it funny is how serious he's taking it. Because to us as an audience, we can clearly see that, okay, this shit means nothing. You know? Like, I I can see what you're getting at there, right? Like, I know what you're, you're like, the joke is that how serious he is. Not the yes. fact that he's in a hot dog costume, no. right? Yeah, but I think that works for the start of the scene when you know Bartleby goes up to him and is like, "Why are you in a hot dog costume?" And then he's like visibly mad or whatever, right? He's like, "I'm trying to make I'm trying to take this seriously." Like that is where the joke comes from, right? But yeah. the scene doesn't end there. 
The scene ends with him chasing people and being like, let me <laughs> tell you about my It's fucking now. funny. <laughs> <laughs> okay, see, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> if the jokes hit, if the jokes hit, then it's <laughs> worth it. Then you like the movie, and that's fine. I'm not even trying to, like, tear you down for liking this movie. I just, I... I can't be Leander's fair. Leander's calling to it. me stupid right now. No, I can't be fair to it. I, I, this is one of the situations where if I had to like, like if I was on like American Idol and I had to like vote on this movie, I'd like step off, step off the stage. I can't do it. I can't do it because I can't judge this movie unbiased. I don't Wait, think how... I have a. I feel like I have zero lens for comedies that are like like this genre. And I yeah. don't ever intend to refine that lens in some way, I guess. I think that's a shame, man. I feel like these movies, they really give, they let you peer into the human soul, you know? You know how people like, say, like, Michael Bay movies, like, show you what people like? Even though, in my opinion, that's fucking hoot nanny. Um, right? This is the same. No, see, maybe. <laughs> Like I Bro. maybe like sure. You bought I, that I, I shit? don't know, man. I don't like fuck you. Yeah, I don't know. Like I just I feel like I want to be somewhat fair to it, but I know that like I can't be. You know, I I want to I want to like it's not like the worst movie I've ever seen. It's not like I hated my time watching it. I like didn't like the lighthouse more than I liked this. But what? But it's but like even when I say that, it's like I'd much rather rewatch the lighthouse. You know? I am because blown I think that there's like away. a more interesting discussion you can have from that. Whereas this feels like it went in one eye and out the other. If it was yeah. like that for movies, that makes sense, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> in one eye and out the other. I, I, I've, I've yeah, yeah. That no, that makes before. sense, right? Yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah, good. Yeah, I'm glad we. It. It's a regular turn of phrase. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, um, but yeah, like I, I don't think that I could do the same with like something like. You know, I might not have enjoyed the viewing experience of The Lighthouse as much as I enjoyed this movie, but it's like the thinking about it and talking about it after is the part that I'm struggling with here immensely. Because it's like, I don't even feel like I'm doing it a service to talk about I the think things that's fair, that actually. through my mind. Do you know what I mean? The things that I'm no, thinking while watching this movie are not what it meant to be having me. Th- it meant for me to be fucking drunk or high watching this movie that's know? absolutely <laughs> fair that's absolutely it's, fair i mean the fact that I we're feel focusing like... on it and holding a lens <laughs> to it is a disservice <laughs> to the movie you know what i mean yeah <laughs> the longer we talk about it the worse the movie can do you know <laughs> no i think the movie has it, it actually it's gone up a couple of points since we started talking because <laughs> some of the jokes it's i completely fine... forgot it's a fine movie. It's like it's totally fine. I would I would watch it if I thought the vibe was right with the group of people I was around, and I wouldn't feel like so arrogant to be like, "Oh, I'm not gonna enjoy this." If you put this on, I'm not gonna enjoy this. The same way that I'd feel about like a, a bunch of other movies that I could just say I don't like. You know what I mean? Yeah. But this this one, it's like I could put it on and laugh at it and be fine if other people found it funny and not feel like, oh, that ruined my day. I did not want to watch this movie sort of deal. I'm not like that angry about it. Yeah. It's yeah. It's just like if we watched this movie in theaters and then had the ride home, we wouldn't talk about the movie. You know what I mean? That's, that's what this movie is. That's actually a very good way to put it. Like after the theater and stuff. <laughs> yeah. Like after yeah. that, we'd be like, ah, fucking school's rough right now. Yeah. Oh, my job. School's rough. Such a, yeah. It's, it's not like a, it's, it's literally like, that's no, what that's I'm trying fair. to say. This must be the most thorough discussion. Most long, thorough discussion of accepted. Oh, 
I mean, I think we like we've done it before about like worse movies, you know, bro. We've done the emoji movie on this on this podcast. There's literally nothing else we could do. I just there's things you could talk about with animated movies, though, that aren't just the movie part. Like all of these genres at least have something that isn't just comedy. You know what I mean? So I I feel like being a hater now. No, being a hater has a universe, has a world you could talk about. Has like what characters and shit that you can like. I'm not saying you you're can willing to talk die on that. this, Leander. <laughs> I did not no, see that coming. But I, I, I'm just, true. I'm just saying that there is more of substance that I think you could talk about there because there's like you could talk about. Oh, did you like that moment where they were jumping from app to app? That's kind of a cool world. Imagine the story you could tell in a better movie, right? But this is just the regular world. <laughs> you know what I mean? With regular well, characters who are going to school. And it's like the world and the story is not like the most interesting thing to talk about. So we don't, we're not talking, nobody, if you, nobody fuck it. There's not a single article on the planet that talks about this movie that has the word atmosphere in it. You know what I mean? It's, it's I like, think it builds the right atmosphere of like a college. No, 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 no. You're patting it your does. ass. It does. It does. No, no, no. Come on. No, derivative D minus. I'm not, I'm not. Derivative no. D minus. <laughs> wow. Yo, he's showing his bias every single day. That's what I, I mean. The whole podcast that we do here is just talking about movies that, and the way that we like to appreciate yeah. them. They're not meant to be objective scales. So I will give this movie a whatever, like a two or a three. I don't know. Can we do ratings yeah. yet? Yeah, let's do ratings. I think <laughs> you're all you're all tuckered out. I <laughs> <laughs> said I got nothing else do? to say. What's give that? Give me an item, man. Give me an item. Let me rate. Uh, we got to do shit rags. Shit rags. <laughs> You're right. You're right. Not diplomas or anything. All right. And I'm going to give it a what, four. What do you mean diplomas? Nobody graduates in this movie. That's also true. A four. Giving it a four. You're giving it a four? That's fair. I'm going to give it a seven out of 12. Seven? Okay. Well, I'm glad you enjoyed it. Because what do you I mean? Like... But, no, seven is like, fair a, because... like. Yeah. I like think I enjoyed Apprentice it. And you came in with a hot three for it. So it's like. It... It, I don't feel bad about you having picked it for me or I having picked it for you. Like, I hope this doesn't stop you from picking a movie like this next time. Oh, I you am never I mean? picking a comedy ever again. Oh, well, you know, that's only better for me, so I don't mind. <laughs> I'm not going to change. I'm still going to. Sorcerer's Apprentice 2 next week. Let's go. <laughs> we're not even next week. We're not even doing the first Percy Jackson. We're doing the second and third. Sea of Thieves, baby. <laughs> nope. Sea of what? Sea of Thieves. That's not what it is. Uh, it's, uh, yeah, yeah. Sea of Monsters? Probably, something like that. I think it is Sea of Monsters. Doesn't matter. I think Sea of Thieves is a video game. Doesn't matter. Sea of Thieves is a video game. But yeah, no, next week we're doing Final Fantasy VII Advent Children. All right, (laughs) catch us on next week's... No, no, (laughs) if you're being serious. (laughs) I'm not being serious. But it would be funny. Like, I have this song for that movie in a way. No, the thing is, Leander, I have so much to say about that movie, and all of it is negative. (laughs) Oh, my God. When One Wing Angel played, I actually cried. All right. (laughs) All right, so for next week. Oh, did you rate it? <laughs> Sorry, you said I did. Like seven I did or seven. All yeah, right. yeah. Lying through your teeth to all our dedicated <laughs> listeners. I get it. Whatever, man. Okay, so next week I want to pick a movie. I, so I don't know. We did the Sorcerer's Apprentice, and I would do this movie. Those are two pretty light movies, right? Yeah. So I don't know whether or not I want to keep it light or go with one I've never seen that could be more interesting. 
I just haven't seen it though. So like, I don't know. Or do I play it safe and go with the one that's lighter that I think I'll like that I talked about last week? I think... I like having two choices and then you having to pick it out without knowing which one. Yeah, I think we gotta, we gotta, you know, increase the load a little bit. Have more substance. Because I feel like these last (laughs) two episodes, one of us has had nothing to say. (laughs) (laughs) Well, at least if the other person comes in hot, we can talk about it. Okay, so we'll do a movie that I haven't seen that I've heard very interesting discussions about. Uh, The movie Good Time. Okay. Do you know this movie? I don't think so. Okay, so it was known, I think, for being Robert Pattinson's, like, breakout role out of Twilight. Like, everybody knows him from Twilight. Oh, this is the softy movie. I I don't know. I I don't know anything about it. Yeah, okay. Okay, okay. Yeah, it's like a serious sort of uncut gem-style anxiety trip, apparently, of a movie that features main character Robert Pattinson. Yeah, it's, and apparently I mean, he like kills it. I mean, he is a great actor. You can see that in like the lighthouse and stuff, and the and so. Twilight too. Yeah, you can see it there too. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, you can. Okay, so good time. All right, uh, I'm I'm excited for that. Like Twenty something, but yeah. So watch good, good time for for next week. Thanks. I maybe we'll see if it turns out to be like a fucking like something really serious, like the Schindler's List or something. If it turns out to be like super dark and upsetting, then it's, it'll be a rough pick, but. We'll see. <laughs> Who knows? I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> I guess we'll find out. I guess we'll find out, yeah. So tune in next week. We'll talk about that movie. Follow us on Twitter at JumpCut.fm or JumpCut.fm is our website. Follow our editor, BlueMoonPaper.com or her Instagram at DefaultBird or at BlueMoon.Paper. Uh, yeah, that's all you we know, got. Write our names on walls. Yeah. Don't forget to watch Spider-Verse. It's coming out tomorrow. Or two days from now, or four days in the past, depending on when you're listening to this. But, <laughs> it could be one of those know. three. If you listen to it at any other time, you're wrong. <laughs> yeah, so. if you any other time you break the space-time continuum, I'm sorry. Yeah, and we're going to see it immediately, so we're going to spoil it all next episode. <laughs> we definitely episode. are. Yeah. And we're not yeah. going to do that, but anyway. We'll try not yeah. to do that. We'll try not to do that. I'm so excited, though. I'm going Same. to see it twice within the next two weeks. Hell yeah. It's It's been been real. real.